What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Format Podcast. And why is this song playing as I open up the show? If you know me, you know I'm not particularly an R&B guy. But I think the song is very apropos right now. Because when I was growing up, basketball, NBA, and college, that was my number one sport. High school ball, um, we used to hoop all the time. Number one sport. Loved the game. But as basketball changed, it kind of started to slide for me, right? So when I was growing up, basketball was my number one. Football was my number two. Now it's reversed. Football is my number one college or pro and basketball is my number two. So I never really do too much basketball content on the channel until football season is fully over. Now, obviously football season is over. Super Bowl is done, blah, blah, blah. Now we're kind of moving towards, uh, we're, we're into the off season. We're moving towards free agency. We're moving towards, um, uh, the draft process, all of that. We just finished the combine. But wait, as I'm really starting to get into basketball, I finally got myself back into basketball. The NFL did it again. The NFL did it again. And just like the song said, every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. What pulled you back, Bruce? Well, yesterday morning, we get the notification that Aaron Rodgers made his decision. He's going to stay with the Green Bay Packers. Okay, good move for you, Aaron. You've been there your whole career. You're comfortable. You know what it is. You've uh, kind of mended fences with the front office personnel there. And it helps also that they're going to give you some good money, but we're going to get to that in a second. But you decided you're going to stay there. And that was a great move for you. The Packers also later that day put out that they're going to put the franchise tag on uh, Devontae Adams, his number one receiver, maybe one of the best receivers, if not the best receiver he's ever had. Um, I think he probably had to know that in advance because that I'm sure affected his decision on whether or not he was going to move on. It was kind of my opinion and my thought that he would probably, if he didn't move on, end up in Denver. His former OC, Nathaniel Hackett, is the new head coach for the Broncos. Now, with that said, like we said, Aaron decided to stay and he was very handsomely rewarded. A king's ransom, you may say. What do you mean by that, Bruce? Aaron Rodgers was given a four-year contract extension worth $200 million. $50 million a year, making him the highest paid player in NFL history. And that's awesome. But Aaron, this is where it starts getting funny for me. You've already made plenty of money. You know, you made money doing Jeopardy. You've made money doing uh, nationwide endorsement ads. Of course, you've been the starter multiple-time MVP, you've won a Super Bowl championship, blah, blah, blah. You've made a lot of money in your career. But you haven't won a championship in the last 11 years, I believe. And we know that with football being the hard salary cap sport that it is, if one player, generally the quarterback, is taking up too large a percentage of the cap, you're not going to be able to fill the team out around them, and you're not going to be able to win a championship. I think the highest percentage ever was like 22%. And I believe that was Brady. Um, so now we look at it. And even though the salary cap has gone up to, I think, 208.2 million for next season, it's it's assured that Aaron Rodgers is going to have the highest percentage of the cap. Now, what that says to me is, and obviously I can't read Aaron Rodgers' mind, but what that says to me is, I don't believe I'm going to win again. I'm pretty comfortable here. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to continue racking up numbers and I'm going to get my money. Now, in a sport as violent and as physically brutal as football, you can never, you know, decry someone for getting their money or, or getting paid when they can. But at the same time, if you've already got plenty of money and now legacy is at issue, 
And at this point, if you're Aaron Rodgers, the only thing that can enhance your legacy is more championships. And maybe people start looking at you even more differently if you continue to fail to win championships. And honestly, I don't see him winning any more championships, but that's a discussion for another day. But at the end of the day, the point is, did you have to take up all that money? That's going to be a lot of the salary cap. And who knows how they're going to be able to fill out the rest of the team around you. But hey, whatever. That's just me. Anyway, Aaron Rodgers is back in Green Bay. He's going to have, well, he signed on for another four years. We're not sure if he's going to play another four years. But with the way the position is being played nowadays, with the way the rules are in the NFL, you basically can't hit quarterbacks. They are protected to the utmost. And the type of offense that they run there, they're going to get the ball out of his hands quickly and not generally leave him in a position to get crushed by defenders. And again, if you hit a quarterback hard or even sneeze on him or blow your nose on him, it's a penalty nowadays. But at the end of the day, who knows? He may play out that four years and and take that, uh, you know, earn the rest of that $200 million. We'll see. But uh, the point I'm trying to make is he has, with that salary cap, really left the Packers in a bad place. But what does that say about the Packers? That says they don't believe in Jordan Love and they don't have a backup plan for getting another big name or even high-end free agent quarterback to come there. So it's going to be very interesting to see. The only benefit he has is that he's not playing in a great division, so he should be able to win it again. And the NFC has just gotten a little weaker, and I'll tell you about that in a second, but he may have an opportunity to be the number one seed in the conference again. We'll see. All right. Why has the NFC gotten a little weaker? Big news. After the Aaron Rodgers thing happened, and I'm pretty sure he was upset about this because he strikes me as the type of guy who likes all the attention to be on him. Not too much later in the day, bombshell drops. Uh, Ian Rappaport, NFL insider, and Adam Schefter both reported that Russell Wilson gets his wish, gets traded away from the Seattle Seahawks. Now, of course, it's pending on passing the physical and him waiving his no trade clause. The deal can't be made official until uh, March 16th to start a new league year. But as it stands now, Russell Wilson's been traded from the Seahawks to the Denver Broncos. Huge deal, huge deal, huge deal. This this is crazy. Um, The Broncos gave up a lot, but when you're looking at a guy who's a guaranteed Hall of Famer at the quarterback position, the most important position in all of American sports, maybe all sports in the world, there's probably no price to pay too high for a Hall of Fame quarterback in his prime, who's also a champion, so he knows how to win. All right, so the Broncos gave up two first-round picks, two second-round picks, a fifth-round pick, Drew Locke, Noah Fant, and defensive lineman Shelby Harris, which theoretically doesn't sound like too much for a guy of Russell Wilson's talent. And now they finally got their franchise quarterback again. And I find it so ironic when Russell Wilson won his lone Super Bowl championship, he beat the Broncos 43-8. to I can't remember which Super Bowl that was, but... That was his one Super Bowl championship, and he beat the Broncos. Now he's going to be their uh, their trigger man. So definitely an interesting situation. Um, so you got you just got to look at this and say, man, Russell Wilson, he won it out. It wasn't a great fit in Seattle. They haven't been drafting well for a long time. Pete Carroll's got all the power. He's a defense and run game first guy. And don't get me wrong. You listen to this show. You know what it is. I firmly believe that run the ball and stop the run still wins you a lot of football games, but it sure doesn't hurt when you have an elite signal caller, an all-time elite signal caller, a guy who you know is going to Canton, a guy who's a champion. But 
you got to put the weapons around him and you have to call a scheme that allows him to be successful. And the scheme in Seattle was very vanilla, very vanilla. But um, now we're going to see because Russell Wilson is not a guy who he's not a young guy anymore, nor is he a type of player with a limited skill set that needs to be protected by just playing conservative football, running the ball and stopping the run. So it's definitely going to be great. Um, he's got weapons on the outside. He's got a really good defense. He's got elite cornerbacks. This should be really awesome to see. But what what gets me more than that, just in terms of Russell Wilson being in a new environment, finally having those weapons, having a young, gifted, offensive mind as his head coach. And it's funny, the whole thing for the last couple of years has been let Russ cook. Well, now he's going to be cooking all right. And he's got a coach that's you know, giving him all the ingredients that he needs. He's got a Hall of Famer upstairs that he can talk to and John Elway if he needs to. It's going to be a great environment for him. But yeah, um, what what I'm really looking at besides just Russell Wilson arriving in Denver is the AFC West. This may be the best quarterback division in NFL history. I'm, I've been thinking about it. I'm having a hard time thinking about a single division that's been better in terms of quarterback play than this one is going to look like. So you have Derek Carr with the Los Angeles Raiders. You have uh, Pat Mahomes, obviously, Super Bowl champion. Pat Mahomes, not this year, but previously, and former MVP. You have Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert with the Chargers. So you have elite, outstanding quarterback play that's going to be around for years to come. Definitely going to be awesome to see. And on the flip side of it, with the Seattle side, I guess Pete Carroll is not going anywhere for a while, but it's not even a function of that. It's number one, who are they going to get to be their quarterback? We haven't seen anything from Drew Locke that makes us believe that he's going to be successful as a starting NFL quarterback. But maybe Pete Carroll says, okay, I got Drew Locke. This is a guy that doesn't need a lot. We can get back to playing football how I want to play it. The other thing is now we're going to see if um, – somehow they can get the scouting and the drafting right because they have not been able to do that for quite some time. You've got a lot of picks, the two first, the two seconds, and a fifth. Let's see what you can do with them. Or maybe do you uh, trade one of those firsts in trying to get a quarterback there? Do you trade one of those firsts to get more picks in the deeper rounds of these drafts? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a GM, but there's definitely a lot of options you have now. So it should be really interesting to see what happens in Seattle. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to see what happens in the AFC West. I guess I'm probably at some point here going to have to go ahead and get that uh, NFL package for next season. But that's all I got for now. Just wanted to give my quick thoughts on that. Um, appreciate you checking in if you're on YouTube and uh, you know what to do. If you haven't already, click that subscribe button in the lower right corner of the screen and click that bell so you can be notified when new content comes out. You can look on the bottom of the screen. You can see how to get a hold of me. Twitter at Bruce F.A. Hope at Bruce F.A. Hope. Instagram at The Format Podcast at The Format Podcast. You can email me directly at The Format Podcast at Outlook.com. The Format Podcast at Outlook.com. If you're looking for the audio only version of the podcast, you can see right there on the screen. It shows you all the places you can get it. And we're also available pretty much wherever you get your podcast. If your podcast platform allows you to, please go ahead and give us that five star rating. It definitely helps the, the, the show to come up in the algorithm and continue to rise so more people can find it and listen to this sports content. If you enjoy the show, please give us that thumbs up. Appreciate it. Leave a comment. And uh, yep, yeah, that's about it. Thanks. I'm out. Peace.